welcome to the Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Thank you a lot for listening. I'm here with Pat, as usual. Uh, and today we are going to travel to San Francisco, right? And it's going to be a very interesting, uh, you know, look into what we have there in the community, what are the activities happening. But before getting there and meeting Christina, well, I want to share a couple of news. And the first news is going to be that this week, on the 19th, we will have the Mindfulness Connect session, right? The Connect event. So where, uh, you know, for just 40 minutes, we'll be able to meet the members of the community, connect with them and practice together, right? And if you never join, it's actually very nice. It's a very small time where we can, we can talk, we can chat, we can meet. And the more we are, the more opportunity you have to meet somebody that you never met so far. And it's actually always a gift, right? To meet a new human being. So please come and, and connect with us. And the second thing is still on the 19th, Wednesday 19th, there is another event, it's going to be organized by the Virtual First uh, Learning uh, Events. Uh, it's a you know, big community that is organizing internal events for IBMers and they during the one of their sessions called Wise Wednesday we are going to do a deep dive into mind and heart gymnastic so we are talking a bit more about the mind sport like what is the, the sport we can do with our mind and learning the various practices right to really become stronger with our attention and with our mind is going to be uh, organized by our practice leaders so I encourage uh, you and everyone that you think would be interested to just enroll is May uh, 19th. Right? All the links and the timing and everything else is here below uh, the podcast so you can just click and enroll. Uh, Pat, any, any news from your side? Hey Lele and everyone that's listening, no real news from my side other than the fact that I'm looking forward to seeing you at the events. But I guess a pearl of wisdom that I want to leave you with It's an old Tibetan proverb, and it goes like this. The secret to living well and longer is eat half, walk double, laugh triple, and love without measure. Thanks. But now we travel to to San Francisco, and we meet Cristina. And Cristina is, uh, you know, one of the practice leaders that is in, uh, you know, that that part of the world, right, in the West Coast area, right, and that I'm happy really to, to bring her into the podcast because there are many activities happening there, right, uh, that some IBMers can really join as well virtually, obviously from anywhere around the world, but mostly for who is in that time zone is going to get really, uh, you know, enjoying it, right. So, Cristina, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's really lovely to be here. Personally, I'm, I'm connected because when my parents first migrated to the U.S., I was nine months old. We, we lived in San Francisco for a year before we moved on to, to San Diego. So I'm, I'm super happy that you're here with us today. And yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself that the listeners know a little bit about who you are and, and what you're doing. Sure. Thanks. Um, so hi, everyone. I'm Christina McComick, based out of San Francisco. Um, I've been with IBM about two and a half years, and I started with content marketing, uh, and I recently switched to a content developer role within IBM Z, so I get a a little bit more of a technical aspect. I like to tell people my job is turning geek to chic. First it was for geek to chic in marketing, and now it's geek to chic in uh, technical documentation and the whole user journey, user experience Mm -hmm. within the mainframe. Uh, But aside from that, I'm a huge community person. within the San Francisco office. I was a part of the San Francisco 425 Ambassadors, which 
um, I guess our group was, our mission was to foster a community within the San Francisco community. So mm -hmm. we had uh, regular lunches, we had uh, a masseuse actually come twice a week, which was wonderful. Um, we had all these sort of office engagement activities. And then the pandemic happened. And I think right before then, I was approached by a colleague, Kinga, uh, Kinga Parrott, who said, you know, I want, I love what the ambassadors are doing to foster community, but I want something a bit more mindfulness oriented. So uh, she and I and a group of dedicated people, I would say maybe five or six of us, we got together and we said, hey, okay, let's, let's plan some cool mindfulness, uh, meditative, self-awareness type of things. And we came up with this name called Waymo, uh, W-A-M-O, Wellness, Awareness, Mindfulness, and More. Mm -hmm. So we met once a week and we started planning events. This is probably, I want to say like February of 2020, pre-pandemic, but very, very close to what happened. And we started doing like yoga in the office, like simple chair stretching. Mm -hmm. um, she would lead mindfulness activities, uh, reminding us to take a deep breath. And then we had, you know, people who were passionate about different things. We had a uh, lady named Laura Petrosio, who I think now is on maternity leave, but she's still with us. And she led a, you know, a few running sessions along the Embarcadero. So it was really pretty mm -hmm. great way to get people just out of the office, uh, everyone going at their own pace. And it was wonderful. And then we got all sent home, I think, March 8th. And it was actually the day of our last in-person Waymo event. Um, one of our Waymo leaders, Kiefer, uh, was leading like a, a watercolor, uh, yeah, watercolor arts uh, class. And we were there, we were painting, and then we got the notification, we're gonna go home for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then that two weeks turned into a year, year and a half. Uh, and then we moved everything digital. So what started as maybe like just a San Francisco office, 15 people, 20 people, um, we started finding creative ways of growing our community. So we started with an email list and a group, like a list of different Slack channels. And then we would start um, you know, using EC Learning to put out our activities. Mm -hmm. And we came up into a schedule. Over a year, we kind of refined our schedule into um, Tuesday creative slash volunteer type yeah. sessions. And then Thursday, mindfulness meditative sessions. So our Tuesday sessions, people have come forward with all sorts of passions. And this is all through at IBM, all through all the time zones. Um, and people have come forward giving talks about, you know, intro to beekeeping or intro to Ayurveda or um, one lady last year gave a whole presentation on a Japanese tea ceremony. We got comments like, this is the most interesting thing I've seen all year. And it really kind of stemmed from the idea of, of wanting a community. I mean, going to work is not just going down, sitting at your computer and doing your work. It's the coffee conversations. It's the water cooler conversations. It's, it's the, the bringing your whole self. Yeah, it's the familiar faces and, you know, maybe those conversations would have happened organically. Like, hey, what are you up, up to these days? Oh, I'm doing beekeeping or, you know, I've been running a lot. And it's a way of kind of understanding that the people you work with are people. They're not just workers. They're not just numbers. They're people with their own passions. They're people with their own hobbies. And if there's a way that we can share it with one another uh, digitally now, uh, maybe someday in person as we're going back to the office, it's a really beautiful thing. So yeah, it, it grew from, I would say 15 people to, I think on our mailing list now, we have about 500 people. 
and we okay. post to 10 or 11 different slacks every time we do um, any kind of session. So we would estimate, you know, 30 to 60,000 people, depending on who's on which groups. Um, but we've had people call in from India and do, uh, what was it, like a traditional intro to Hatha yoga mm -hmm. and different breathing techniques. Um, yeah, we've had outside people as well. I mean, career coaches or uh, mental health and wellness practitioners come on. And, you know, we always have the disclaimer, like this isn't, this isn't an official medical uh, yeah. practice, you know, but we would also link to IBM um, internal resources. Um, but yeah, it was just a way to introduce people's passions, people's interests, and even people's friends to, to the community. So it's, it's been really beautiful. That's the nice, uh, the nice aspect of, uh, of the community, right? Where that it grows because uh, people just you know, start doing something together and they're interested in something, right? And, and we saw actually in our podcast as well how throughout the world, the Mindfulness IBM community has so many activities organized by uh, mostly the local areas, right? That they just uh, come, start happening because um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful uh, way to connect with, with people and their relevant topics for uh, every day, right? That they are really impacting our routine, impacting our way to work, our way to uh, to think, to interpret our reality. So it's interesting. Uh, but what is it uh, in it for you, right? Like what's uh, mindfulness for you and uh, uh, did you, you know, come to it through Waymo or before or What's your story? Oh, that's a great question. So I would say I started practicing more because of Waymo. We have a lot of people who are experienced and I've, I've only really touched the, uh, the tip of the iceberg. Some people have had long courses, certifications, master's degrees. Um, I've kind of got into it just from seeing my peers uh, do mindfulness and meditation practice, giving it a try myself. Um, yeah, leading meditations. So it's been kind of a, a journey in itself. I would say I've gotten introduced to the topic uh, when I moved to the Bay Area, uh, maybe five, six years ago. Um, maybe before that. Yeah, I'm originally from San Diego, and I would go to music festivals that had a lot of um, mindfulness and yoga and that kind of like new age type of theme. And there was a lot of they would they would host large large sessions where we would do you know yoga to music or we would do deep breathing practices or um, you know talk about kind of feeling your body and being in the present moment um, and I do remember going to this one place in Bali was it Bali no I'm sorry it was in Thailand it was called the sanctuary and it was a place where people could go and practice yoga practice mindfulness this was like 2016. So it's kind of more like socially I've gotten into it and then being in the Bay Area where it's like a, a huge presence and then bringing that to San Francisco, the San Francisco IBM office. So I think one of our jokes and maybe unofficial taglines is that we're trying to infuse a little bit of woo into Big Blue, you know, a company that's 100 and was 107, 108 years old, uh, over a century years old and traditional, I mean, maybe seed as more traditional it's still saying, hey, you know what? There are people here who are focused on you know, self-improvement, self-awareness, mental health, and a little bit more of that kind of culture of, 
yeah, I just culture of self care is kind of coming in. I don't know if you would categorize that as woo, but I thought it was cute because it runs with blue, woo, infusing woo into big blue. So, yeah, I would say the journey started probably about 10 years ago. And as I progressed, I've learned so much more from my peers, from my peers who have come on um, to the Waymo, yeah, onto our Waymo platform, led meditations, and, you know, taught me so much, exposed me to so much. And I think that's the most beautiful part is I've learned from other people and we've given the chance for other people to come forward and teach um, what they know to the larger community. So how has all of this, this, this 10 years, if we were talking to you 10 years ago, I know there's a lot of, a lot of factors and a lot of things that that's changed. What have, what has changed the most for you because of this, this journey into awareness or mindfulness of the self-care realm and and how does like that that look like for you on a daily basis like a practice or on a on a weekly basis like what do you do for the self-care no that's a great question um so i think 10 years ago if i were to go back in a time machine um the former version of christina would might be just more impulsive and maybe less aware of the things that were driving my decisions and driving my thoughts. And maybe I would take everything at face value rather than really kind of diving deep, like pause, stop and say, why do I feel this way? Pause, stop, why am I making this decision? Pause and stop, why do I see things this way? And you might, I think the version of myself now at this point in time, um, I might just take a pause and start to, to try to understand what is mo the motivating factors of why I do the things I do or why I feel the way I do, I feel. And I think there's been a realization along the way that pretty much everything is in your mind. I mean, there's external factors, of course, external checkboxes, right? We're, we're living, it's like you as a, a human avatar in this world that you interface with, but so much of how you see the world, what you, what you fear, uh, what drives you so much in your head and so much in your head, in your thoughts. And if you really embrace the practice of mindfulness, um, you might start be, being able to control those thoughts or at least within the mindfulness practice, notice that they're there, but notice that you are not your thoughts and you don't have to indulge in them. You don't have to accept them. You can notice that they're there. You can notice that your feelings are there, but you don't have to act upon them. Um, and that's a way of controlling and being aware, being self-aware of your thoughts. So I think there was a, something someone had said to me a long time ago where your brain is like any other muscle, your thoughts and your emotions, your heart, they're like any other kind of muscle. And if you choose to practice it, you choose to work it out, you, it becomes stronger. So if you think of mental control and self-awareness as a kind of muscle or an engine within you, if you practice it, if you practice mindfulness, you can kind of gain a little bit more control of your human avatar, you know. So your second part of the question of how I practice mindfulness, um, I think having that scheduled Waymo uh, Thursday session is great because it's like a designated time. To, like this is a time I'm going to lead a mindfulness session. This is a time I'm going to hear someone else lead a mindfulness session and then take a deep breath and breathe and um I like to do a combination of visual stimuli and audio. So sometimes I'll, I'll show YouTube videos with really relaxing music a lot. One yesterday I did was with jellyfish. 
with jellyfish and like really beautiful music. You could just see these beautiful blobs just going in and out. Um, and then even throughout the day when I start to notice my chest tensing up and I start to notice, oh my God, we have a deadline. Oh my God, did this person you know, get upset at this? Da, 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 da. Politics, politics, work, work, work. I realize what's going on. I think, okay, Christina, take a deep breath. Reaffirm yourself, recenter yourself. And then I start to try to calm myself, self-soothe, and realize this is part of the process, right? One step up the mountain, one step at a time, and try to think very rationally, like, what is the next step I have to do? Where am I now? How do I get there? Um, but I think the, the, the main driving force is just calming yourself. Calming yourself, centering yourself, realizing I'm strong, I can do this. This is just one day, this is just one project. We got this and those kind of self affirmations and deep breaths. Um, so I find that very helpful. And also, you know, the everyday, I think I try to exercise, do some cardio, do some swimming at least two or three times a week. Yeah, I'll say physical exercise and cardio and you know, deep breathing <laughs> in an exercise form is so good for your mental health. Anything like long walks I'm in San Francisco. And I try to do at least a, a 40 minute walk through the Divisadero and through Corona Heights or the Mission District at least once or twice a week. And um, I realize I'm very privileged to be able to do that, you know, most of the year when it's when it's nice out. But even when it's windy, you know, just grab a jacket and go for a walk. It does wonders for your mental health. Nice. Any practice or anything you would like to guide us and our listeners to, you know, five to ten minutes? Anything you sure your favorite absolutely. maybe. <laughs> I do have a meditation um, prepared. Um, yeah. Would you like me to get into it? Please. Sure. So, first I'll ask you to find a comfortable spot, whether that's standing or sitting. Try to get comfortable in your chair. Maybe move your shoulders a little bit. Make up your neck. I always feel like a little bit of cracks in my neck, so. Just remind yourself, hey, neck, hey, shoulder, I'm here. Now, if you feel comfortable, I'll ask you to close your eyes and tune into your breath. Take a deep breath in. Maybe count four seconds in. Hold four seconds. And then breathe out. Breathe out for four seconds. Another deep breath. Allow the exhale to flow longer. Feel your diaphragm raise as you inhale.
Notice the rhythm of your breath. Let go of any moments that came before this. Let go of any moments to come after this. And bring your attention to the here and now. Bring your attention to the crown of your head. Soften the eyebrows. Loosen the jaw. Let your whole face relax. Relax with the ebbs and flows of your breath. Now, going slightly down, let's relax the throat muscles so that the breath is even more smooth. Feel the breath along your collarbones. Feel them expand with your inhale. Relax each arm. Start with the left. Feel the breath. Touch the muscles of your left shoulder all the way down to your forearm and all the way down to your fingertips. And now your right arm. Deep breath in. Start from your shoulder and all the way down your forearm and to the very tips of your fingers. Feel that breath in. Relax the spine. Imagine the healing powers of your breath, starting from the very base of your skull all the way down your spine. Allow it to melt. 
all the tension to melt away. Relax the pelvis. Feel the weight of yourself and your pelvis. Feel the breath. Soften the belly. Release all of that tension that you hold in your stomach. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Imagine it inflating and deflating like a balloon. Be that human balloon in, expand and out, deflate. Now bring all of that breath and attention, flow it down your spine, all the way to your tailbone, to the base of your spine. Sense if you can feel any energy there. This is what the New Age folks call your root chakra. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And with the awareness at the base of the spine, let's focus on the following affirmations. Deep breath in. I am grounded in the here and now. I am safe. I am supported. I am thriving. I am abundant. I am loved. A wise person once told me, the past is a memory, the future is your imagination, and the present is in your life. The present is your life every second, every moment. So as you feel your breath, feel your feelings, and feel your body, recognize this is me. This is living. This is now. This is the present.
Thank you for allowing me to lead you in this meditation. I wish you a wonderful day. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Just a closing remark. It is so incredible to see the power of just taking a pause and taking a breath and a way to self-calm. And we could do it at any moment mm. in our lives, but so many of us forget to or choose not to. Well, I need to check this email and then I'll take a deep breath. Well, I need to go get a glass of water and then I'll take a deep breath. But just having this moment and even having a timer on your calendar and say, okay, mm. it's time. This is a moment for you. Um, it's very therapeutic, I find. It really makes a difference, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, thank you for sharing, Christina, and thank you for being here. Uh, I hope that our listeners uh, not only enjoyed the practice, but also perhaps will join more uh, if they will be able to do it, right? Any any of the sessions you will find also in the in the mindfulness at IBM calendar. So it's, we are actually uh, you know part of a big big worldwide community. So uh, looking forward for more. Uh, and uh, thank you for listening and see you in one week from now with another episode of the Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Thank you guys for having Bye-bye. me. Thanks everyone. Take care.